millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. December 15, 2020. Herding cats. Wearing pearls. Women attacking men. Good music. Bad sports. And Advent. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. It is a good day. It's a freaking great day. I love it when you start with good day. Okay, instead of ma'am. Yeah, I much prefer good day over man. I like to call you yes, man, sir. especially when you wear your glasses. It makes me feel like I'm asking for help from the sexy librarian with desperate hopes that things will turn naughty. Oh my gosh. Woo! For some people, it's real early in the morning for that kind of conversation. Well, fair enough. But you are my only librarian. I want you to know that. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Okay. Well, it's December 15th. It is. We're halfway-ish through the month of December. We are. And I, I had gone to, uh, for, those new to the, for those new to the channel, um, I'd gone to my chiropractor this morning. Yeah. Continuing. We're stretching out the, the duration between visits for recovering from my back injury from the ice storm of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping in a recliner. <laughs> Not hurting yourself Not, in the ice. Nothing to do with the ice other than we were displaced because we had no power, and I slept in a recliner for 14 days or something ridiculous. It was less than that. In any event, as I was leaving, I was setting up my next appointment, and the the 
Not she's not a receptionist. I guess you'd call her the office manager. Yeah, that's all I'd know to, and that may yeah. not even be fair for all she does there. Yeah, but she'd made the comment that I can't believe it's going to be Christmas next week, and I I pooped my pants. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? But she's exactly right. Next I know. Week. Shut it. I know. It's not a week uh, away. It's more than that. But it is next it's week. It's next technical on the calendar yeah. week. Yes, yeah. I know. I'm freaking out. Let's talk no, about no more need. awesome things. About We've got two awesome things. Two awesome things about this day specifically. Okay, here we go. In terms of celebrations. One, today is Cat Herders Day. I feel so seen and so validated. Right and now. you will even more as we go through this. Certainly... You know, cat lovers can appreciate this this day. Certainly. But it's absolutely not limited just to cat lovers or cat owners. Okay. This this is a, a turn of phrase that applies to anyone that's ever attempted to complete a, a seemingly impossible or futile task. Mm. Such as hurting cats. Yep. Or trying to give a cat a pill. Yep. Although that one's a lot more painful. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, so if you've if you've ever found yourself trying to manage something unmanageable, this day's for you. Yes. Whether it involves an actual cat or not. Mm -mm. Uh, jointly, if you have that skill of handling the seemingly impossible situation, then you've earned the right to call yourself a cat herder. So celebrate the day for your own accomplishments, to recognize the accomplishments of someone else, whatever. There's not yet any, this is loosely new. Mm -hmm. There's not yet any fixed tradition for how to celebrate the holiday. So it's it's up to you. Create your own. And if you are yourself a cat herder, then coming up with a tradition should be no problem at all. I feel so validated mm -hmm. because as anybody who's parented children know, it's a lot of cat herding. You know? Yes. And, and at times it's more intensely cat herding than others. For example, in our current life, and I know you share in this, trying to get everybody up and out the door for mass on a mm -hmm. Sunday morning. We, we go to early mass. We go a little early, pray the rosary. Um, getting everybody up, getting all the things, the shoes and the socks and the and are yeah. you wearing something appropriate for mass and where's your coat, all of that. Yeah, why is your belly showing? Yep. What are we going to the booby mass? What's happening? Irresponsible. <laughs> Just to clarify, there's no such thing as a booby there's, mass. So. Well, not within the Catholic Church anyway. <laughs> there's probably one out there. When I was teaching, I often felt like I was hurting cats. Oh, that's better. I thought you were going to say that you felt like you were going to the booby mass. And I was like, <laughs> now I'm angry that I let you teach. <laughs> you let me? Okay. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. I could have protested. That's what I meant, that I let it go by without protest. Mm -hmm. yes. I couldn't. I've never been able to stop you from what you wanted to do. I've never really tried to stop you from what you wanted to do. Well, and if you'll recall that era in our life when I was teaching... I was teaching in support of you doing what you wanted to do. That's true. You were my sugar mama. I was the sugar mama while you got your... I look forward to that day returning. Let's get these <laughs> Let's get these listens up. Let's get That's... a lot more downloads. Okay. Anyway, I love that there's a Cat Herders Day. I don't know why it has to be in December, but here we go. Ooh. I will create a tradition around this. Okay. I had something else around this, and, and we deviated... Broad and far, and you were still thinking about booby masks. Deep and wide, yeah. I'm thinking, is that offered nearby? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'd be the priest of that. Okay. Okay. I'm probably going to hell now, yep. at least for a minute. Okay. Um, secondarily, today, National Wear Your Pearls Day. I think I will. You love pearls. I love pearls. I shared some of this with you earlier. This is get your touchy feelies ready. Okay. That's not an insult to anyone. I actually encourage it. So a pearl is created ultimately when an oyster gets even just a single grain of irritating sand stuck inside its shell. And this, this day, this celebration is about taking comfort in the fact that when life throws some dirt your way, that it can have beautiful value at some point. Yes. Just as pearls come in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors, so do the kinds of difficulties that we can encounter over yeah, time. That's right, yes. And so when they come, develop your process to protect yourself layer by layer. Become stronger, more resourceful. Turn your problem into your pearl. If you don't uh, have pearls per se to wear. You can grab up a pair on the interwebs, undoubtedly. They don't have to be real. Um, but get some and wear them today, ultimately, from the perspective to remind yourself that you have purpose, you have value, and that you are capable of creating beauty. That is very powerful, actually. It's a good message. It's a great message, especially as we come to the end of 2020, when we've all had troubles thrown our way. We've had more than one grain of sand in the old shell. Absolutely. And to think, I know you and I, can we can look at our lives and see the ways pearls have been formed, are forming, have mm -hmm. formed around that agitation. And, you know, it's it's been a pretty rough year, but my goodness. Yes. To think of the ways that we are capable of creating beauty in the midst of deep agitation. Yeah. Is it? That's a beautiful picture. What a kind and gracious gift for God to create for us yes. in all of creation, this physical, tangible way that something troubling can become something beautiful. It feels very appropriate for this middle portion of the season of Advent. Yes, very true. As we wait and wait. Well, I have some lovely, delicate pearl hoops. They're like three little pearls on a hoop earrings that I believe I'll be wearing in celebration of this. Do it. Why don't you take this? Well, if it's your birthday today, first of all, happy birthday. You Indeed. share today with Don Johnson and Alan Freed. Now, people of a certain age will certainly know that actor Don Johnson was famous for his role as Nash Bridges in Miami Vice. Yes, and if you don't know, if you don't, let us paint a quick picture. Don Johnson, whoever his partner was, I can't remember. Yeah. There were two of them, though. They yeah. were they were vice police yes. in Miami. Mm -hmm. They wore linen suits because Miami's warm. Yes. And they pushed the suit sleeve up to the elbow. Um, I did that for the viewers oh, um, yeah. with my not linen shirt. Yep. Um, yeah, which was weird, except they made it look cool. And they yeah. were, to my knowledge, were they not the originators of... Wearing some uh, some facial hair shadow. Yes. They kind of broke the mold of the clean-shaven man. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was yeah. it, it brought a new sex appeal. Yes, they were, the, not they were the bad boys of goodness. Yes. 
Yes, that's right. That's right. Well, we also have Alan Freed. I did not know who this was until we discussed the notes for today, but Alan Freed is known internationally as the man who in the 1950s coined the name rock and roll. He was a DJ. I didn't know any of this either until yep. I did the research. He was a, a DJ. And he had a, uh, he brought American rock and roll to Europe with a weekly half hour segment on Radio Luxembourg. I feel like, and I couldn't tell from the notes precisely, mm -hmm. it feels like that that was actually just a, a segment of his American show because he broadcast oh. from New York City, but I feel like they, I don't know. I don't know what capabilities were then. I assume they could have recorded and replayed, or it may have been live. I don't know. But he wasn't solely Radio Luxembourg. He was a huge American presence oh, as well. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, it aired on Saturday nights from 9.30 to 10 p.m. And uh, brought that term of rock and roll to us. Changed and to them. And to them. Changed the cultural landscape with that phrasing. So put on a sports coat, push up your sleeves, and listen to some rock and roll. Indeed. Now, in the background, yep. at this exact moment, you yes. may or may not be able to hear the sound of a chainsaw. Yep. We have ongoing tree work. We've waited as long as possible to record and just assumed that you good people who would listen to us are used to bad production quality <laughs> and that it won't bother you a bit. So all, we're moving on. All kinds of falls are all yes. happening. This is maybe the last swath of yard work that's going to need to be done following we're hopeful ice apocalypse 2020 we're hopeful well 1921 in kansas the national guard is called out to subdue what do you think you'd never guess protesting women women behaving badly 1921 hell yes we could you've barely been able to yep. vote for That's crying right. out loud yes. and you're already showing your ass to the world all that power went straight to our heads the women were going from mine to mine there in pittsburgh there are coal fields coal mines the women were going from mine to mine and physically attacking any men who were not participating in an ongoing strike. Okay. In the Pittsburgh, Kansas coal field? Yes. I did not realize even that there were coal fields in Kansas. Well, I didn't know this either, oh. but evidently, yes. Okay. They got fired up and they were going to do something they about were it. Taking names right after kicking asses, I guess. Yep. My Ladies, come on. My mother and her family, all from Kansas, I could see them getting riled up. I could see Ethel doing that. Now, right. she wasn't 1920s. No. But she was a feisty gal. Yep, that's right. Well. Ethel being Meg's grandma. Yes, my maternal grandmother. The one who changed the face of nursing and, and women getting to have their babies present more quickly after birth. That's right. Rooming in. Yes, she was a pioneer in that. She really was. Uh, not to make light of that at all. Yeah, that's true. You? Uh, no, I got to take the next one after this. You go ahead. Okay. Well, 1944. Maybe, just maybe, you have heard of the songs In the Mood, mm -hmm. Tuxedo Junction, Definitely. Chattanooga Choo Choo, mm -hmm. Moonlight Serenade, mm -hmm. Little Brown Jug. I think I've played that on the piano. Or Pennsylvania 65,000. Not Transylvania. No, no. But Pennsylvania 65,000. Right. These were all hits by Glenn Miller, who was one of the best-selling 
record artists of his time. It was Glenn Miller and his orchestra. Mm-hmm. Well, today, while serving in the military as a U.S. Army major, the plane that he was on disappeared in a thick fog over the English Channel. Mm-hmm. The fate of the plane and its passengers has never been determined. I have questions. Okay. So he was already a recording artist, and then yes. he joined the Army? Yes. I mean, it was 1944, so... It was World War II, it was the and war. yes. The Great War. He absolutely did. I, I've thought often, to dogleg mildly off of Glenn back to me, because as a mansplainer and patriarchy champion, <laughs> I've got to bring it back to me. Okay. I've thought often in my adulthood, for decades now, if a meaningful war came about... I would feel very inspired to serve. And it's it's not been a light consideration because for me to do that would mean leaving family behind without yes. whatever income it is that I bring in. And that's a tough decision today, but it was a tough decision then too. Absolutely. And this was an era where that was so important that everybody yes. everybody embraced their own compromise their own suffering their own sacrifice over the importance and that's what he did i can't say that i would who would ever know until the actual moment what they would do i'd like to believe that about myself i don't know yeah Um, but he did and many did as well and here's a guy who was quite famous if anybody had an opportunity through fame or money to dodge he did but he went and joined and served, and then we have this really odd, unsolved mystery that his plane just literally disappeared in the fog and nothing ever seen again. Robert Stack himself is about to appear out of that fog. He was the original host of Unsolved Mysteries. Very well. Uh, to talk about this thing. I did not realize this, and also he's one in a not small number of recording artists and other famous people who died or disappeared in airplanes. Planes. Dang it. Airplanes and taxes. These are the two things oh, evidently is... that must be avoided. This... Or one avoided and the other paid. Yes. Don't avoid your taxes. No, don't avoid. Avoid evasion. Yes. Uh, I have a great deal of anxiety around flying in planes and okay. this feeds my anxiety. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. And I've I have entertained in the past as well the romantic idea of getting my pilot's license oh, and yeah. having a Cessna. But then it's stories like this. I'm like, yeah, 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 I don't need to. Don't need to. Please don't do it. Okay. Okay. I've been waiting for this one. 1955 one Mr. Johnny Cash. The man in black. I'm wearing all black today. You are. And You're channeling yep. your ancestor? Well. How's that go? Distant relative. So Johnny Cash releases Folsom Prison Blues. It's a great album. There's a whole story behind that I'm not super familiar with. But the reason I feel a great connection to this Johnny Cash piece of date trivia is my grandmother, the one you just referenced. Grandma Ethel. Yes. Her maiden name was Cash. I'm giving away all of our family secrets It's okay. Right now. It's okay. Um, she insisted until... The, until she died. Until she died that Johnny Cash was a cousin of a cousin, of, you know, like mm-hmm. removed along the Cash family line. I believe it. She had very Johnny Cash hair herself. Yeah, she did. And it's, it's kind of some robust. Johnny Cash energy, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
If so, nurses were allowed to wear black, she probably would have worn black. She probably would have. So anyway, I don't know. I know the Folsom Prison Blues. Did he record that in a Folsom prison, in the prison? He performed it live in a prison. And okay. I think at least some of the recordings are performed live from okay. Folsom Prison. All right. Well, anyway, you know, everybody has their sort of like six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon. I almost said seven bacon. Seven bacon, six of seven. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You're like three degrees of Johnny Cash. Yes. Supposedly. Supposedly. I'll accept it. I've never viewed him as Irish, Scottish, but I'll bet he liked to drink. Well, that side of the family, that's our Welsh side. Never forget. It's true. It's true. So there's that. Okay, this is big and it's sports volley. Do you want me to take it? You gotta do this. Okay, it's not huge, but it is big. This is a sports story I've never heard. I hadn't either, but I've heard other similar stories. And so when I read it, I wasn't shock and awe. I was still agitated. Okay, let's bring it, the pearl yeah. forth from this story. Okay. <laughs> In 1973, just two years before the magic year of my birth, Tennessee defeated Temple in basketball. And you're thinking, who cares? Uh, I'm not a fan of either team. I hate basketball, whatever. And I can't disagree with any of those statements. But this was an especially odd game. 73, some years back, right? Tennessee had been averaging over 100 points in recent games. Mm. And that was a really high that was a really high score. They were a super high-powered offense back then. Okay. It's not so abnormal now to see that, but it was right. back then. Yeah. Um, well, early into this game, very early into this game, they move up 7-5. to five. Leading Temple. Leading Temple. Okay. Temple then took their two best players and about 28 feet away, which is further than the, the free throw, or I'm sorry, further than the three-point line. Okay. Um, I think, maybe not, anyway, a distance away. These two best players are, and only about five feet apart from each other. Mm -hmm. And they would take turns dribbling the ball and passing it to each other. No attempt to shoot, drive the lane, no attempt to pass it to anyone else in further. So this would normally be something like a team would do maybe to stall, like to run out the clock or something, but this was like really early. Can't do it anymore. There's a shot clock now. Oh, there's a shot clock now. There mm -hmm. didn't used to be. Didn't used to maybe be. Maybe because of this game. It was, it was one of the impactors. Now there was, at that time, there was a shot clock that existed in professional basketball. Okay. But, but it not had college. not yet trickled down to, to college. Okay. Okay. And so they're doing this. Well, Tennessee... They, that was, uh, I'm not going to look. There was a branch that came down in the backyard and it sounded like oh uh, cursing. You have to look. What happened? It's, uh, it's not good, but we're going to move ahead. Where was I? <laughs> yeah, Tennessee got into a zone defense in, in tight into the paint, that, that colored area right under and in front of the goal. And so it just went on yeah, and on. And, and retrospectively, we know that Temple's goal had been to ultimately try to get Tennessee players to move out towards them to then pass it to who their best shooter was to take a chance on a shot. But it didn't happen. So mm -hmm. they just kept 
kept doing it out there. And so they go all the way through. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. To the half where it's still seven to five and the fans, they're, they're not happy. Yeah. Um, they're booing Temple off the court. Right. You can imagine. So they come out for the second half. And it starts off in the same way. And the fans are getting really irate yeah. now. Throwing ice and trash and oh my whatever they've got available onto the floor. Which causes multiple game delays, only lengthening this misery further. Right. Um, more security had to be called in sure. because of this unruly crowd. Crowd? 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 Yes. Um, it's not rural. It's a crowd. Yes. The crowd, including several officers placed around Temple's bench to protect them, but more realistically to protect the coach because everybody knew the coach was the one that's inspiring this. Yeah. But even as boring as then all of that was, very few fans left. Yeah. It just stayed a packed, angry house. Hence. So throughout the entirety of the second half of, of the game, Tennessee did not take a single shot from the field. Oh, wow. Because they just never got the chance to. Yeah. Um, different events, things occurring, all of that. They did end up completing four free throws, which brought the final score then of the game up to 11-6 to six in favor of Tennessee. At the end of that game, Temple had held the ball and done nothing for 32 minutes of the 40-minute game. Dang. And at the conclusion of the game, as you would go by and yeah. pretend like you don't hate the other team and shake hands and things, right? Uh, Temple's coach was informed that he would never again be invited back to Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> wow. Yes. That is crazy. Crazy. Thank goodness for the shot clock now. Thank goodness. I can just imagine the electricity in that arena and right? the people are pissed, but also it's so boring and just, oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. Crazy. I recall, gosh, I think I was in seventh grade. We had uh, a small school, small school. Yeah. And so our coach for football was the same coach we had for basketball was the same coach we had for baseball is seventh grade got a coach yeah um and he was he was probably mid to late 60s he was close to retirement himself he'd been a coach at much higher levels he'd been head coach at all kinds of stuff this was kind of like his final 
Yeah. He was just coasting through. Right. So he knew a lot. He'd been around. He'd seen a lot. Sure. And I can remember when we were playing basketball, he was telling us about, he. I think he'd been a head high school girls coach, and he'd gone to the state playoffs one year, and they had, his team had won a game mm. because they did this very tactic mm-hmm. in high school, which would, would have been the last to receive the shot clock. Yes. And, and it was just like, you're... I think I lost all respect for him in the moment. I didn't even know about this game. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. Terrible. Terrible. Whew. Well, sometimes things are awesome and sometimes things are like, oh, okay, Well, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that kind of awesome, here we go. 1992, a Haitian priest claimed that President Bush, this was the elder yes. of the President's Bush, was the victim of a voodoo hex, which he could undo if he, President Bush, would change the U.S.'s foreign policy regarding Haiti. Now, his proof of the curse was the fact that the president, our president, President Bush, had in fact vomited on the Japanese prime minister. That makes more sense than any story we've heard come out about that event. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. So, And probably deserved it. (laughs) Well, should we take a look at the readings of the Advent? Let's look at the Advent readings. Okay. Let's even read them. Okay. Yeah, we can even share them. All right. So this first passage, the reading from the Old Testament, is from Zephaniah. Not a common, not a common pull. Not a common pull. Not the not I, the most go-to prophet. I would guess some people claiming Christianity didn't even know that that was a book. That's right. It is from the Old Testament. It is Zephaniah chapter three, verses one through two and nine through thirteen. Shall I read it? Are you going to? I'll or? read you you discourse. Okay. Thus says the Lord: Woe to the city, rebellious and polluted, to the tyrannical city. She hears no voice, accepts no correction. In the Lord she has not trusted. To her God she has not drawn near. He's speaking of Jerusalem. Yes. For then I will change and purify the lips of the peoples, that they may call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one accord. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia and as far as the recesses of the north, they shall bring me offerings. On that day... You need not be ashamed of all your deeds, your rebellious actions against me, for then I will remove from your midst the proud brackets, and you shall no longer exalt yourself on my holy mountain. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst a people humble and lowly, who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. That's right, yeah. This is such an echo, yet once again, of these promises of prosperity, this time bringing in a little bit of judgment and condemnation, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely it is. And it's also reminding people that, you know, as we're thinking about the joyfulness of the third week of Advent, that there is, you know, in the midst of agitation, in the midst of a time, especially when it seems like everyone is prospering, no matter what you do, it doesn't seem to be maybe working out, that God sees and has provision Mm -hmm. for us and that we can certainly rejoice in that. 
Um, and he talks about, you know, this remnant of Israel, the people who will be doing basically what he asked them to do and that he sees them and that he has a plan for their abundance, for their growth and their advancement. Yes. All right. The responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 34 from selected verses here. That's the easy way. Yes, it is a very selected smattering. And so, again, this is kind of speaking to this idea of whether or not we feel like God sees us and what we're doing and how we're trying to have a relationship with him. Ultimately, the Lord hears the cry of the poor. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear me and be glad. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard and from all his distress, he saved him. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy the remembrance of them from the earth. When the just cry out, the Lord hears them and from all their distress, he rescues them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and those who are crushed in spirit, he saves. The Lord redeems the lives of his servants. No one incurs guilt who takes refuge in him. So again, this idea that even in our distress, in our agitation, in our hopefulness, in our longing, in our discouragement, in our wondering if God is there, if he sees us, this reminder. I love that verse, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And those who are crushed in spirit, he saves. I have clung to that verse through many a dark and uh, frustrated and lonely time in my life. Primarily after you met me. Yes, all the years following, 22 years now. That feels right. Life verse. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to let you read the gospel. It's from St. Matthew, chapter 21, verses 28 to 32. Okay. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son said in reply, I will not. But afterwards, he changed his mind and went. The man came to the second son, or the other son, rather, and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you. Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. Evidently, anyone who works for the IRS is a prostitute. What? I'm not sure about that interpretation. I'm not sure it's not true. Okay. Well, here we go. This is Christ speaking really directly and really plainly Mm -hmm. that there is space for the person who hears the gospel or hears the message of Christ, receives this invitation, is a little bit resistant at first. Yeah, well, a little bit is a little bit of a (laughs) softball perspective. Who openly is just like, no, I'm not interested. No, thanks. But then comes back around. Um, And then not so great news for the one who's like, yeah, 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 I'm totally on board. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then it does absolutely nothing to further pursue what Mm -hmm. God is Mm -hmm. saying. Um, 
This, I'm just going to be honest, this series of readings, and feel free to jump in if you had some okay. verse of revelation. But Let me put on my jumping pants. <laughs> Want to jump to some conclusions? Should we get yes, out of that? Yes, the jump to conclusion map. Yes. Um, I've got all distracted. That's from Office, Office Space. Space. That's yes. a great movie. Um, so sometimes it can be a little difficult to think about, like, how do each of these speak into Advent? How do they speak into the piece that we are thinking about in this third week? Um, sometimes it can feel a little tedious digging you into these. Stole my thing. Well, because we talked about it earlier. You're I did. I stole your thing. But say more Ecumenical about it. Ecumenical thief. Say more about it. Well, we're seeing a lot of repetition for many days in a row, and it is beginning to feel very tedious yeah. to me as I sit and read it. Yes. But at the same time, that's exactly. That's exactly where we are in this season of Advent, of looking forward to the arrival of Christ. It's We're halfway, just past, a little halfway past through the wait, and it does feel tedious and exhausting. Yeah. And, and you can begin to waver yes. in your commitment. And that's, that's exactly what's being addressed here. And I don't know if the brilliance of the church was to recognize just even in this short wait, from Advent to Christmas that we might feel that way. Yeah. Um, but that's certainly how I'm receiving it right now. I'm, I'm ready. Let's Christmas. Yes, exactly. But there's still, still passages that we got to dig into that's and right. think about. That's right. Think about how it applies. So. Perfect. Well, let's whirl. Okay. Let's watch. Let's read. Let's listen. Let's lifestyle. You screwed it up. Yep. I don't participate. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here closing your eyes with my eyes closed with a sullen look on my face like one of the angry old men on the Muppets that sits in the balcony. Yeah. Yes. Well, if you're gonna watch something, may we suggest reruns of Miami Vice? Can I tell you this is one of those shows I've never watched a single episode of. We're we're gonna have to do that then. Okay. It surely is streaming somewhere somehow. I have no doubt. YouTube has to have it. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Now you watched something. I did last night, and it, it took a few nights. I didn't power watch it in one night but last night i completed manhunt deadly games i watched it on netflix it's a few other places it's not a a netflix original um this is a scripted true crime anthology series so every season is going to be its own story independent of the season before right and the one season that i'm aware of that's up on netflix this one chronicles the manhunt after the domestic terrorist attack at the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps a precursor to the 2020 election and the problems going on in, in Georgia. I don't know. Right. Right. But, uh, Interesting. It was, it was, hmm, how to frame this without spoiling it. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, but it kept me engaged to continue to push play and watch. Okay. There were parts that honestly were a little bit difficult to digest early with some injustice. Right. Um, but it does have a, a very solid ending Good. in regards to that. So I, I think it's a worthwhile watch. Maybe not if you already have something that you love, but if you're looking... If you're hunting for something to see, this is something to to keep on the list. Excellent. Excellent. I do have a read. I thought we didn't. I'm just going to say this briefly. 
that today I had the opportunity to record with my co-host on the Sword Awesome podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Hoffer, and we did an episode. You where taught her how to read. No, I wish. I wish I was really good at teaching people how to read. I'm not. You wish that at... she knew how to read, Rebecca. Don't take that kind of sass. No, um, we recorded an episode in our sort of spicy series, and this episode was me. I was in the hot seat talking about a spicy topic, talking about fandoms. And so I have spent the past few days reading a ton of essays and articles around the different dynamics of fandoms. It's fascinating. I have enjoyed it greatly. For our superstar awesomes, you'll get some of that in your release coming up very soon for that sort of spicy episode. Awesome. Awesome. Do you want, how do you want to handle the last part of this? Do you want me to take the weird lifestyle things or, or, yeah, don't to forget to listen if you want to listen to Glenn Miller. Well, but, 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 but. Yeah, you take the weird lifestyle. Okay, then, then you take listen. Okay. I, let me produce you on air. On air. Stop being live. so resistant. On camera. I'm not a rapist. <laughs> you're Stop not, fighting. You're not a production. That's right. Forcer of your will. Okay. If you wanted to listen to something, you could go listen to some good old-fashioned Glenn Miller. You should. Glenn Miller Orchestra. Yes. You good stuff. could listen to my distant relative, the man in black, Mr. Johnny Cash. And you should. Folsom Prison Blues or anything. Anything. But Folsom Prison Blues is pretty good. All right. Take over from here. Okay. Well, we have a, a smattering of things in life style. Yes. Um, to carry on with the bad gift theme that we've yeah. been doing daily. Um, again, not our story yet. We may reach one of ours. We'll see. When I was in high school, Santa gave me a book titled Coping with Being Adopted. And this was how I found out that I was. That is a terrible gift. Yeah. That, I would advise against it. That's not good parenting yes. there. Um, and I found a, an interesting little list of good, bad gifts. So when you need to have a, a, a bad gift, yeah. here are some good ones. Okay. The 2021 Pooping Pooches calendar. I hate this. Each month will greet you with a new image of a dog doing their business in one of 12 different destinations around the country. I hate it. Amazon is selling this for $16.99 and $1 of your purchase goes to the Maui Humane Society to support animals. I do like that part. Okay, I'm not going to lie, but the rest of it is completely distasteful. If you have a... a Socially responsible bad Santa event. Yeah. This would be a fantastic present. Yes, that's true. Um, from uncommongoods.com, you could get a bathroom guest book. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah. And it's it's really a well-made, it's like a guest book at a wedding or something that yeah. you would put in there for your bathroom guests. I love Uncommon Goods. They actually really do have very fascinating gifts that you can get for people. I had not seen the bathroom guest book, but I love this idea. I liked more than that, this next one. This is from Amazon. The Dentures Ice Cube Tray. Mm, sure. That, to me, to have a, a little tumbler of whiskey poured over denture ice cubes, yeah. that feels deeply weird. Uh, very strange. Very odd. I like it. Um, also from Amazon, a gift for cat owners, the book, Crafting 
with cat hair. Yeah, that makes me gonna actually throw up. It is showing readers how to transform stray clumps of fur into soft and adorable handicrafts. Mm, I, I could throw up right it's, now. It sounds gross at first, but anybody who's familiar with felting, yeah. the little examples they have, they, they look like felting to uh, me. Now, I hate felting, yeah. so I'm not on board with either one, but I'm, I'm not going to judge somebody else that finds their fascination there. And hey, if you've got cats and clumps of cat hair, maybe this is the answer. Here we go. Maybe, maybe even, I don't know, maybe we'll splurge. Awesome today, we'll buy one of these and have a drawing for cat owners specifically. I don't know. You let us know on the, on the Facebooks if that's something you want to see have happen. Now this last one, I would, I, it's a good, bad, good gift. Okay. It sounds ridiculous. If you would go to the website, it's inappropriate. Here we go. Fresh Balls. Dot com. Don't mistype it. You'll end up somewhere entirely else. But go there and check out their offerings. Their flagship product is Fresh Balls, but they have expanded since then. They have fresh breasts, ass wipes, a myriad of other products. I would, I legitimately ran across this on the internet today, but... I probably grabbed it specifically because we're connected. Yes, that's right. The uh, I know the owner of the company. He is a friend of, of one of my friends, and I've had dinner with this guy. It's been a, a few years back. We sat and enjoyed a fantastic steak dinner together. He His story is amazing. Um, his whole life story is amazing. He was... He was uh, crew member on uh, a luxury yacht for Carlos Slim. And if you don't know who that is, go look it up. He's one of the wealthiest people in the world. He did that for a while. He decided to move on from that at one point. He, for a brief time, he was a financial advisor. And okay. that's kind of how all the connections got made. Yeah. Um, wasn't really digging that and decided to, to leave that. He was... Uh, he was laying in bed for a night. He's from uh, Las Vegas. He was yes. laying in bed one night. And he he woke up from a dream, just like electric, like sometimes happens, with this vision of fresh balls. Mm -hmm. And immediately, like it's middle of the early morning, goes and gets on the internet. He finds, dang it, somebody's already owns the URL, but he figured out how to buy it from him. And then he and a... Uh, a business partner got together. They approached different cosmetic companies, and they began to work on the recipe for this. It's it's a similar product. It's sure. adjusted mildly from one form to the next. It's a similar product. It is a cream yes. that very quickly after application dries as a powder. Yes. It, it, it's it's made from Yeah, it's made from natural ingredients. It's yeah. all the things that you would right. responsibly want it to be. It's incredible. We've had it. This is a deep cut back in sort of awesome history. I think I talked about this product in 2015 or 2016. Probably so. On sort of awesome. But it really is. It, the name is very, you know, sort of scandalous. But, but it's got Nemanda Conan O'Brien and yeah. the Men's Health Magazine and, and it absolutely 18 works. other places. Yeah, if and you, it's really good. If you need an anti-chafing or just like a, you've got an area of your body that just is sweaty and yeah. uncomfortable, it really works. I We've not tried the wipes. 
but those are new since the last time I've, I've looked at their site. Yep. But the, uh, the other body freshening products really good. And honestly, it's one of those gifts that could be a hilarious white elephant or dirty Santa gift, but at the same time, it's people will actually use it. Yeah, it's and it's a really good, good product gift. Yeah. We should stock um, up on that for dirty Santa gifts. Well, maybe we will. I'll see if I can get a connection. Yeah. Fun, fun story, fun, hilarious story, listening to him tell it and the aftermath of the idea and the beginning of, of product development because he and his business partner and their two wives, they would receive whatever the new formula was and then they would try apply it. it to try it. And, yeah. uh, and they had learned very quickly into the process that you did so near the shower because sometimes the product Ooh. early on, it wasn't perfected yet and it might burn or sting oh. and they'd need to hop in the shower and Dang. get it off of their sensitive areas. Yes. Great. Great guy. Great guy. I enjoyed him immensely. You ought to check out his products. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Anything else for today? I think that's going to be it. All right. Well, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. For the record, while we support crafts made from cat hair, we do not want any of them for ourselves. That is all. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.